Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your favorite comedian, Brandon Jordy, man. And um, just want to start off, man. Had a um, great weekend, man, the last couple of weeks, man, being in Dallas. Uh, had a good time performing down there. Also seeing my uh, my Vikings go down there whoop on the cowgirls. <laughs> hey, man, don't you ain't got to be doing that coughing on, on my podcast. You know, I know your feelings hurt over there because them cowboys got their ass whooped. Well, they didn't get whooped, but we ain't going to talk about that right now. You know, and then we also got my, uh, you know, my favorite co-host on the show, man, Shay Sunday. What up, homie? What up? So how was your weekend? It was great. What you do? I did a lot of stuff. No, actually, I did. I actually hung out with my godson for the weekend and stuff like that. We chill. We kicked it. We ate. That's pretty much all I did this weekend. Okay. You you didn't get no dick this weekend? No, I did not. No? No. Okay. <laughs> he asks me that every week. No. <laughs> got to gotta open your life up, man. You're right. I do. Can't be like that, man. Uh, okay. But, uh. Yeah, man, my my weekend was, was fun, man. You know, so we we do ten. I didn't do too much too much uh, of nothing though. But um, this is one of the episodes, man. I was really really uh, waiting to have. You know, what I'm saying this is really exciting, man. I got two of the funniest dudes in the country, man, on the podcast today, man. In the and world, oh, we'll take that. We'll change that back. I got two of the funniest cats in the world on the podcast today. Okay. And one of the and, and especially one of these dudes, man, because. This podcast wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for this cat right here, man. This dude right here, man, is from Philly. Oh, this po- this podcast wouldn't yeah. be happening? Wouldn't be happening. What, 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 why is that? I'm about to explain why. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm about to explain why. Okay, say no more. Um, This cat, man, is from Philly, man. And um, I like the fact that he rocking my hometown, you know, saying Tigers today. The, the, <laughs> the podcast said, don't blame me. Blame you know, in Detroit. Detroit. You know, you know what I mean? I figured you from what's, Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So what's, so, what's so funny is, is that um, I love the Tigers. I rep the Tigers. Okay. But I hate the Lions and the Pistons. I mean, I do though. I, I ain't the lies of the business nah, though. You ain't loyal, <laughs> <laughs> but I love my city though, man. You know? But no, nah, this kept, this dude right here, man. I want y'all to uh, give a podcast. So can, can you get the uh, hand claps ready? Yeah. <laughs> I need that. I need that. Uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Clint Cody. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What up, though? <laughs> what up, though? You know, man. Reason I said this podcast wouldn't happen because of you. Because I started listening to your podcast in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And when I start listening to yours, I still I, I enjoy your podcast, and it gave me you know saying it made me like you know what I need to stop fucking around and go ahead and create my own stuff. And so listening to yours gave me the motivation to create my own. Stuff. All right, all right, you go cry. Yeah, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. No, moist. I mean, that means a lot to me, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Okay. He said moist. You moist. I don't, I don't like that word. Man. Yeah, like, man. You're don't say moisty. Moist is a good word. Yeah, it's man. A good word. When's the last time you got moist, Jay? You know, I'm I don't always know. moist. I don't it's, 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 I don't want to. Yeah, you have to get moist. With a man. Do you, do you, first of What's all, up? well, first of all, yeah. uh, I didn't know Shay was going to be on this podcast. I didn't know she was a co-host. <laughs> uh, you do know, like, this is my ex-girlfriend's best friend. Yeah, I do know. Okay. You, you, you could have, you nigga. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, hey, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think about it. I mean, she, it, ain't really, she ain't really my ex. We, we try to work shit out, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but for the most part, I, now I, I he, he got he to he limit himself. Yeah, Are you serious? It's it's gonna, cr- they gonna, she's going to hear it anyway. It's incriminating. Yeah. 
She I don't do listen. To, she don't listen to my podcast. She stopped you know, listening to my podcast because he's a filthy animal. So I can talk whatever shit on. Now she's gonna listen to this podcast. Filthy animal. No, she and she's gonna be like Clint. What the fuck? And she's gonna then she's gonna get an attitude. Yeah. Not, and then she's gonna not, not speak to me for like no, three weeks. No, I'm gonna encourage all of it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, not, I'm she don't it. even know you, Brandon, or she don't follow you. So. <laughs> she don't have no. to. Follow, but she talks. We talk every day. Hey, okay. babe. Hey, Clint. How was your day? Uh, I'd be know. tagging Clint and his ex <laughs> in pictures of girls with fat ass. Just, <laughs> just, just so she could see if he like it or not. <laughs> Nigga, true story, real quick. I'm sorry. Okay, real quick. Go ahead. Nigga. So I'm I'm not even making this shit up. I'm gonna show y'all my text. But like, all right, so uh uh you know I opened for DL Hughley. So uh-huh. uh I'm really cool with his daughter, Ryan, right? Yeah, okay. So she got married, blah, blah, blah. Right. We we really good friends. Long story short, she texts me first thing in the morning yesterday. And said, nigga, your likes is wild as fuck. Nigga, they can see what you like on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I never and like anything nigga, on Twitter. I liked, I, liked, I liked the threesome. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then, nigga, she, she, I was like, you can see this shit? I never, listen, I never like and oh. I never Support follow like on everybody Twitter. Stuff. When I see something I like on Twitter, send it to yourself. <laughs> you always DM it to yourself on Twitter because everybody can see what you're doing on Twitter. And I'm a, I'm a filthy animal. Like, I am. People don't even know who I am speaking right now. I haven't been introduced, but that's not I'm, 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 I'm about to, I'm no, about to cool. introduce you. Don't you. To. you don't have no, to. No, I won't to. I'm about to introduce you. Anonymity. I don't want you wanting my name to be out here because I can be filthy. No, uh, but no, man. I want to uh, introduce the next guest man, on the podcast. This dude right here, man, just got off a hot tour off the summer, man. Um, he also is the host of $5 Wednesdays at the Comedy Union, one of the hottest shows in L.A. Thank you, um, Give it up for a man to Tony hear more. Baker. Tony, my name is Tony <laughs> To hear more. You, 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 you doing one next week? I'm doing one every week, man. I'll actually be doing two next week. You want to get down? I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm trying to be on that. All right, I got I'm you on one of the shows. I'm We're doing two that. shows next Wednesday for uh, for the holiday. So, yeah. You doing two? Yeah. Two. What times? Uh, probably seven to nine. Okay. Yeah. I want to be on both. Oh, you trying to get down like that? I'm trying to be on both. Well, fuck it then. There it is. Oh, man. That's one of the hottest shows, though. Man. I've, been trying to, I've been trying to get Clint on this show for a good year, but his funny. ex would yeah. always want to come to the, the show. Same when he was, fucking and it wasn't What's intentional. Wrong? They didn't know. Because everybody heals in their own way. I can't. I know. See, he wasn't there yet. He yeah, wasn't there yeah, yet. Couldn't, yeah. We couldn't the see each other. The wounds still fresh. You I would go over there and laugh it all on his heart. No, she wasn't there yet either. Man. We didn't. We didn't. She, no, she was not. We had a, we, we had a conversation, right? And uh, she's like, oh, we could be cordial. But we didn't, like, okay, not to put all our business out there. You're putting it all out there. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm, so we got, we, protect the we, innocent. Had, we, had, we had a situation that happened back in June, right? Okay. Right around my birthday. Right. So we ain't spoke, we, at that point, we ain't spoke from June to maybe like, at, we, we, like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And to hear try to get me on the show, she talking about coming to the same show. I had to give him the hands up. Hey. Uh, so that's what I do. I, I give people the heads up. Right. Unlike some I people. I also give people a call sheet. Oh, oh. I also give them phone numbers. That's, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's so, all I'm going to say. So he, he hit me up and said, Clint, you know, she's going to be there. And I was like, nigga, I, we, I, I'm so angry with her. Like, we can't. You can't, you can't I, I can't come, man. He did. Man, I but that, that's good that you know your strengths, your weaknesses. I, I know myself, man. I don't, don't want to see you. You know, yeah. I don't want to see you. Not I yet. So, but we're good okay. now. We're good now. All right, yeah, I need this spot, man. You ever like somebody on Instagram, like like them, and then you see they get in a relationship, you feel like they cheated on you? <laughs> nigga, 
I know that's random as hell, but I was one of those chicks. I was one of those chicks. I was like, God damn, Shelly Bad, right? I'm liking all the pictures shit. I only know my mom. We together. We together. Shawty, I've been with you since 2017. Nigga. I'm like number top 10 in your likes. Nigga, I had a chick, I had a chick get pregnant on me. Oh. I'm like, who the fuck told you to have unprotected sex? Dirty whore. Yeah, that shit is the Oh man, that's dirty whore. I'm completely unfollowed. I do too. I completely I don't want to see your happiness if I'm not involved in it. At all. Even though we're not together, she's never met me. She don't know I exist. It doesn't matter. She got over 300,000 followers. They don't matter. It don't matter. me. That's your lady. That's your lady. Disrespectful. Oh, I'm sorry, man. No, nah, you good, yeah, bro. I'm sorry, man. That's why I got y'all on, man. That's why I gotta have y'all on. It's a lot. It's a lot, it's man. It's a lot to handle. We the tag team champions. Yeah. That's Come on, why man. he had y'all on at the same time. We the tag team. You gotta get man. it out of the way. And no. I'm, I'm, on, I'm fresh off two lines of coke, so I don't know. I might say any fucking thing. You don't know what the fuck. <laughs> He's just kidding. Am I though? Yeah. How do you know he doesn't How do you coke? Because he don't do coke. You don't know what he do? I do know. Okay. Okay. I know he don't do coke. Okay. All right. All right. You, know. okay. you look like you got a sheet of questions, man. This is, man. Let's, let's, <laughs> no, I don't. Like, she got, got the, like she got like, the sheet of questions. I don't have a sheet of questions. I just bring questions because I'm always prepared. Oh, but I'll ask them my There you go. That okay, she Shay. got the yeah. sheet of questions right. over there. Right. Let's yeah, go. I kind of know them, so yeah. no. you ask the So, yeah, that's, that's one of the main reasons I want to have y'all on, man, is because um, I know y'all, but I don't know y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I only met I met you before L.A. I met you once. Yeah. That was down in Atlanta. I met you before. Okay, in Atlanta we met. Yeah, we met in Atlanta at uh, Cass Cafe. At who? Cass Cafe. What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't remember know. Carlos Miller spot. I oh, the little restaurant in the yeah. basement? Okay, oh. okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That little shit was, it was weird. But it, it was, was dope. It was dope. It it was, but sometimes it'd be cracking. Sometimes it'd be like light. Carlos, bring Carlos out the, was, he bring out the niggas, niggas, man. Yeah, and he do now. But when I did that shit, I did that shit back in like 2008. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lying. 2000, maybe not. It's here. It was when I a became a tour It was tour a long manager. time ago. Yeah, and it was like, it was weird energy, but Carlos always kept it funky with me. Yeah, yeah I always... I always had fun uh, doing that little doing that spot when uh, when I stayed in Atlanta. Cats Cafe, yeah. Cats Cafe, yeah. I don't know that why was, I thought it was like an Italian restaurant or something like that. Speaking uh, of Italian, man, yo, you want some Alfredo, nigga? I can't do carbs right now. Okay, I'm done. trying to okay. get my winter body together. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on the intermittent no. fasting, so I can't eat until after twelve and uh, all the other tests. See, I'm on. 12? See, I'm on opposite right now. I'm eating wherever I want to the beginning of the year. I can give you everything. <laughs> I don't I give a fuck right now. I'm in the gym six times a week. I just ate some Wendy's. You know. I love Wendy's. Low key, Wendy's is hella underrated on a fast food tip. I agree. Dog. Hella underrated. Nuggets. Ah, oh, nuggets. nuggets. Oh, I'm salivating right now just thinking about. It. Bro, what, did you get a? Did you get a fresh lemonade? Oh, oh yeah. so let me ask you this: What is your favorite fast food uh, restaurant fries? Uh, for me, I'm gonna go. I mean, it's McDonald's or or, or rallies or checkers, whatever. You, uh-huh. Checkers here's slash my, rallies. Here's my oh thing my with, with, with rallies. What? Fries. What's I don't yours? Care. You, when rallies or checkers comes out the grease. I don't care. They could have just came out the grease. One of them still cold. It's, it's, it's a couple of them that's always and cold. And Popeye uh, shit good too. Popeye yeah. shit is good, but they got their, their fries have spice alopecia. Like it's spice, <laughs> spice, and it's a big ass gap with no spice, no seasoning, no nothing. Then spice, spice, spice. Get off your phone. It's disrespectful. And yeah. then <laughs> McDonald's are good. McDonald's, but, but McDonald's the, is classic. The moment, the moment no, they McDonald's drop McDonald's below, classic. the moment they drop below seven degrees, it's over. Trash. You're right. right. No, my, the best fries in the game, that? in the fucking game. In your opinion. No, everybody's paying. Best fries in the game, Wingstop with lemon pepper See, seasoning I just, on it. Nah. I don't, even fuck, I don't even mine's, fuck with Wingstop like that. Mine's the best of the game is Arby's. Ew! 
Who the fuck curry ever fries? said those? Arby's curry fries is the shit. Who the fuck goes to Arby's? I go just for the curry fries. Do you believe in it? Them's the shit. Do you believe in it? Yeah, we can scrap it out. Let's go, nigga. Let's go. Can we sit down and do the podcast? Let's go. First of all, Arby's fries aren't horrible, but they aren't great. Arby's doesn't even have fries. They have the meats. No, that. See what I did there? They got curly fries. Yeah, no curly fries. You got to get the fries from Arby's, but you got to get your ranch. From either Wingstop or Jack in the Box, nigga. Yeah, I like no. got the best give me McDonald's or Checkers slash Rallies mm-hmm. for fries. Yeah, duh, I love Rallies, well, bro. Checkers, I mean, whatever. It's hard to respect what you say. You go raw on the first night. My point I'm trying to make is that <laughs> you gotta make good decisions. When did I say that? Huh? When did I ever say that? That's never been said on my podcast. Never. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say I'm not fool. No, I didn't say, I didn't no. say you said it on your podcast. I, I've known you years. The point I'm trying oh. to make is that <laughs> you gotta make good decisions when you're picking out fries. You're gonna make good decisions. Go with Wingstop. Limit pepper seasoning on it. I'm gonna say Rallies. And fuck to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll focus on I, yeah. I think I would so. go with Chick fil A. Chick-fil-A is good. Chick-fil-A is good. I mean, I mean, I it may not be you guys' top, but Chick-fil-A is on the top for just overall. Here's my problem with Chick-fil-A. I don't like one it. fry will stuff your entire mouth and it can possibly yeah. scrape up. Like I like to take a bite of the sandwich, some fries with that, so I get a whole mix. You take a bite of the sandwich at Chick-fil-A, I the agree. sandwich is going good, but then you try to stuff a fry in there, you're going to die because the fries are signed as your fish. I agree. And so it's, it's agree. a big fry I to take in. And that's why you don't eat the whole thing, you just eat a bite of the fry. Did you take a bite out of a bite-sized snicker? But it's a no, big it's a waffle, waffle fry, but it's a waffle fry. Wow, right there. It's a waffle fry, you no. just need a bite. I dip my fries in, in Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't really fuck with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah, I love the Chick-fil-A I do sauce. fuck with that honey roasted barbecue sauce at Chick-fil-A. If you haven't had that, you're cheating yourself. A lot of people no, don't know about it. it. Oh, Nick, I like that. I would bathe it. Sauce. I haven't had it before. And Polly's sauce, of course, is, is, is dope, but I'm, I'm off that. Yeah. I'm off that. It's either Chick-fil-A sauce or or, or nothing, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. So but all right, so. No, so I also want to get in, man. It's something that um, Shaven t- uh, told me about, that y'all got a tour coming up next year. We do? We do? All right. I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about it. Did you know something about the tour? I didn't know about it. I never heard about the tour. No. Maybe oh, they right, don't right. then. Maybe we don't. No, we don't then. We ain't gonna, we gonna no, go there then. Never knew that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, we that's real bringing news. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. boys and girls, children of all ages, Clint Coley to hear more <laughs> has just announced that they're going on tour together on the Don't Blame Me Black. We didn't know. I didn't yeah, know. I, 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 I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, well, I'm listening to wrong advice. Should we go on tour together? That's a good question. I don't know. We've talked about it before. A lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times. Here's the thing. It's not that easy going on tour with somebody. I'm gonna tell you why. Number one. I'm a solo act, all right? Now, okay. I don't mind opening for DL because he's a king of comedy, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But when you start headlining your own shows, it kind of gets dicey. A yeah. couple of things. Number one, the money got to be right. Money got to be right. The money has to be right. So it has to be worth it for worthwhile for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The second thing is is that, you know, you know, people like people always say, Clint, come to this city or come to that city. Mm-hmm. We tell you we coming, and then you hit us with, oh, I, I got to work that day, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You bullshit. Yeah. So now it's like, what happens when you don't sell out? You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to pay for that. Somebody got to yeah. pay for that. But somebody got to take that loss. One of us got to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? And I can't pay for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not financially set up to pay for that. And I'm not playing for that. There so now, so it's not that we don't want to go on tour together. We're definitely we definitely giving a lot of thought. We would love to, but it, it, it has to be... It right. has to be has right, right and and I think that right now, even next year, is probably not even the right time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't even know how who, who we would pick, how we would pick who would go last. We rock paper scissors that shit. No, that? so what? I mean, I, I would take a page out of Naeem and Spank book. Uh-huh. So what they do is they just rotate. So okay. like yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one show, he go last. Yeah. But they're doing the whole weekend. We're doing we're doing one night dates. You yeah, know, right. We're not doing a whole weekend, so we're doing a one night date. And it's like, all right, well, what, like 
put it like this, which city, like, okay, we already know in St. Louis he goes last and Philly Absolutely. I go last. Right. Bottom line, all right? But then you got to figure out, mixed in between there, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, then you then you sit there, you're like, oh, well, these people came out for Tahir. Oh, well, these people came out for Clint and blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not in the, like, I'm not in the competing with my friends, you know what I'm saying, over over who's who's, who's going last or anything. Like, it don't matter to me. Yeah, it don't but matter to me either. my thing is also. Honestly, I really don't care as long as they buy t-shirts at the end of it. I really, that's I really it. Don't that's almost, won't y'all just, it just be like a cold headline, though. Y'all just do the same amount of time. Yeah, I mean, but you still got somebody still has yeah. to go last. Yeah, yeah, unless we're last. standing on stage at the same time, which is not a bad idea either. But Yeah, David Arno and uh, Kim do it. Yeah, but then you like then it's like you know then you might as, that's a podcast. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, I mean, at that I mean, so it's it's. It, I never tried that either. I never tried the two people on one stage. I've done it with Slink Johnson. We've uh, done that. Um, and but do y'all play off each other? How I mean? You yeah, but see, you got to remember, Slink at that time didn't have a lot of material because yeah. he had just started stand up. We know should try it one night at the union just to see how it goes. Just see what the fuck. Let's do it next week. I can't do it next week. Because Frankie has a hand in that. We have to do it on an off night, like on a Tuesday, and just, yeah. see, just, just, see, just see what happens. So just, so just you and me, just... Yep. Let's do it. We have one opener, and then yeah. we just rent for like, you know... Shit, do, nigga, let's yeah, do it. Let's, can we... Would they give us a Friday or Saturday? Nah, not the union. That's a Monday nights. Nigga, we make money. Fuck them. <laughs> right? Do it on Sunday. I'm do it on Sunday. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, let's talk about it later. Yeah, let's let's talk about I mean, because I've seen it done before. Like, when I first started doing stand-up, yeah. I seen... Um, it was K-Dub and Daryl Down. Mm. They used to go mm. on tour together. Kato's um, funny shit. Kato's yeah. hilarious. That they used to funny. go on tour together, and they used to do the same thing. They would, uh, you know, they would alternate the weekend. Yeah, you know, right. what I'm saying one, you know, what I'm saying one would close and then one would open. But the thing about them is, at the time, they didn't have a lot of material. Yeah, we do. but yeah, but we they do. had a right, but they had, but they uh, was on, but they both was on TV. Yeah. So what they would do is, is that whoever closed, they would use some of the same jokes. Okay. Oh, all right. I see. They would share jokes. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? To, oh, fin- okay, okay. to finish out the time yeah. of the he- whoever had the headline, yeah. they would share a joke. But y'all two ain't got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. It's not that we don't want to do it, but it's just like like a lot of situations. It got to be right, man. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like. You know, we we rushed half ass in a rush. So I'll give you a, give you a prime example. Mm-hmm. We did shows a few years back. So this was like 2014. Oh my god! Please don't mention that. Yeah, we did. Oh my god! We it was did. So bad. We did. It wasn't bad. It was just that we, we rushed just, it. We just weren't prepared. But yeah, we long story it. short, we did we did a show in Philly um, at the TLA. Oh, you talking about that? Yeah, I was talking about the Union when we tried to do the night at the Union. Right? Oh yeah, no, that was yeah, that, that was, that that was, was bullshit. Yeah, but but we had did a joint in Philly mm-hmm. at the uh, at the TLA, which is like a five hundred seat venue. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Out. But out. but that was also my show because yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right. Um, I mean, it's just it's, it's hard, man. It's, it's you know it's just got to be right. Yeah, we can't rush it. It's got to be right, and when it's right, it'll happen. Yeah, I would love to tour tour yeah. My friends, my best friend, my buddy. Uh, so how did how did y'all become so close? I used to date his mom back yeah. in the summer of '88. Yeah, uh, we used to go roller skating together. Yeah, uh, she was cheating on my dad with him. Yeah, and so you know when he she came into the picture, I was like, all right, well I take him under my wing. Mm-hmm. You know, took him to little league and shit like that, <laughs> softball. And yeah, he graduated from baseball. Actually, what you don't know about the Clint is he is out of all the sports. Baseball is his favorite sport. Baseball is my favorite sport. It's his favorite sport. So yeah, he would take me, he would take, take me to games and shit like that. Yeah, hold his hand. Yeah, man, make sure that I had a hot dog and a beverage. Nothing they say. Everything is a lie. That little motherfucker was fat. He go to the bathroom. He would crawl in the suns and leave out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then one time he tried to put a leash on my back, and I'm like, nigga, I'm telling mommy. Yeah, yeah. And then it was weird because it was actually her leash that I put on her back. Yeah, play off each other. It's hilarious, bro. It was a lot of shit going on. So you know, yeah. <laughs> you knew you weren't gonna get that. Oh, the so. way y'all play off each other, though, it's hilarious. No, that's right? the story. That's the true yeah. story. That's the true. Call your mama. Call, call my dad. <laughs> call her. 
No, I, you told me yeah. to be off my phone. Yeah, you're yeah. right. right, right. We're talking about that because I haven't spoken to him. 2010, Bay Area, Bay Area Black Comedy, yes, Spe- Comedy Festival, man. We're, we're at the Bay Area Black. We're both doing... doing we all, I mean, it was a bunch of comedy. Yeah. First of all, that was a great... We didn't... Neither one of us won, mm-hmm. but... To me, that was a great space to meet other comedians. The network, right. it's a great it was network. A great network. They bring it back. They yeah, should. They bring it back. They, bring, they open uh, was submissions. It? submissions uh, this week. Yeah. So we did it. Um, it was me. So that year it was me, Tahir, BT Kingsley, mm-hmm. uh, Nate Jackson was hosting because he had mm-hmm. won the previous year. Chase, 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 Chinadu. Like we all like like and it was a it was a great time. Yeah. So I remember I was living in New York at the time, okay. and uh, actually no, it wasn't 2010. It was 2011. Shake Feb- it off your phone. It was February 2011. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, we're there. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, Me and Tahir got cool, though, because another comedian, which I'm not going to say his name. Respect it. Respect it. He he went on. Like, so, his day, he said. So, first of all, he's from the same city as Tahir. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just St. Louis. Like, the same, like, East St. Louis. Okay. So, he's on the show. I guess, you know, he thought Tahir did a bit that he did. And that I had been doing before he started doing yeah, comedy. Yeah, but my thing is, he went around and told everybody else. It's that, like, look, if I'm, from, like, if I got, a, I'm from Philly, right. right? And if we from the same city, if I got an issue with you, mm-hmm. but, but, but nigga, I'm gonna call you, or we, we're in the same space. I, I should have to find out that you mad at me through 50 million mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was corny. You know but saying? I went to him and tried to approach him. He was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk right now. And I was like, all right, cool. That was the same night. And then I went to him later that Sunday, and he still didn't want to talk. But I was like, don't drag my name through the mud. Right. And 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 the part that he's saying I took from him um, wasn't even like a joke. It wasn't even really like the setup. It's just like you know, just rambling. It's a right? premise, and it's, and it's something that I've heard Chris Spencer say. I've heard uh, a number of other comics say. Well, I won't. I won't say all the names, but it it would be like saying like. Uh, uh, if somebody say, "Oh, uh, I got this Beyonce joke," yeah, and you yeah. know, like everyone, like you know, what I mean, like it's if just, you say "bootylicious" in so, in a Beyonce joke, yeah. it's like that's not that's common. it's not yeah, and, and it's, mm-hmm. it's also not relevant to the joke being successful if right. I don't say "bootylicious." Right, right. So, right. but he took offense to it, even though I had been doing a joke before he started doing comedy, and at the time I wasn't living in East St. Louis. He was no longer living there. He was living in Chicago. Neither here though. The point is. We got cool over the falling out of another yeah. friendship relationship, and right. Um, I told yeah. to hear I was moving to LA that mm-hmm. year, and you know, or that same year, niggas. You know, here's the thing that pisses me off about LA too: like your friends that don't live in LA always like, "Yo, man, I'm moving out. I'm moving out there." And it never happens. Yep. Literally, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna hit you up when I come to LA," and uh, I'm so that was February 2011. I was in LA by May, mm-hmm. and been cool ever since. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that's the real story. <laughs> yeah. So, but anytime I, you know, I'm, a, you know, on top of being a stand-up, I'm a writer. So, in every one of my projects that I that I that I do that I write, you know, and we film, he's in everything. No, and and I'm glad that you said that because I was um talking, I was talking to a couple comedians yesterday, and they were just um frustrating about how they they feel like they've been out here for so many years and things is not moving for them. That's their fault. And I told them, I'm like, well, what relations? Nice. I'm like, what relationship have you built? Really none. I said. That right there just tells me the whole story. The whole this whole LA thing right here is building relationships. The relationships you build plus your talent can take you a long way. I think it's relationships, but I also think is 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 what like what how are you standing out? Like there's thousands of actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of comedians. There are thousands of singers. There are thousands of people who do who do this. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what makes you fucking special? And a lot of you niggas not special. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna 
keep no, it a, keep you, it a buck. No, you you right. You're not special. So one day, yo, true story. So I had to figure out what made me special. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sitting there, I'm in LA. You know, I'm doing every look. We all do the same auditions. Yep, it's the same auditions. You know what I mean? If you if you you in Black Hollywood, you going on the same auditions. I do a lot of porn yeah. auditions though. And and the thing is, I'm like I'm tired of going on these auditions. So you know what? Let me write some shit. And that's what sets. I mean, to me, that's what set me apart. Is let me write some shit. And let me let me figure out how to write a script. You know what I'm saying? So I got this old beat up ass laptop, and I've been writing. And, and it really was an old ass laptop. So old. He was pushing out magic from this old. <laughs> Nigga, ass. Yeah, so I'm not even kidding. Like, I ain't, I'm not kidding, and I'm also not taking digs. I'm just saying no, he used what he had, and the resources mm-hmm. and the relationships, and he made some shit happen. And I, I had never seen anybody. Yeah, I would say this, and I, I would say this any any day of the week. Even though, even when we were, because we we fallen out a couple of times, but even when we fallen out, you would never hear me once say Same anything here. bad about him to somebody outside of our circle that doesn't know the situation. Right. Two, you would never still, even if we're upset with each other, not hear me give him praise. Clint is one of the hardest working men in comedy that I've ever met in my life. He will promote himself. He will believe in himself. He will drive himself. He will make other people believe in him based on how much he believes in him. Mm-hmm. Like the way he goes hard, you be like, I gotta check this. This nigga going that's hard. O- that's, like, that's, like, that's, that's, and I took a page out of o three o four Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like if you listen to the last track on his first album, you know he pretty much explained how he got on. And I tell people like y'all, y'all, y'all need that same hustle, and you don't fucking have it. So my thing is, you sitting here, you know, you know, you know, you sit like I had to figure out what do I like, and let me just write about it. I'm mm-hmm. a big, I'm a, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, hope- a sappy love. Yeah, story. I'm a hopeless romantic. He I love is definitely love. a hopeless you, romantic. You may think listening to advice from a fuckboy, like advice from a fuckboy came because I was mad at Ashley. Yeah, I'm saying name. I love you, sis. Respect that he's <laughs> innocent, man. Yeah, she Talk not, to innocent. I, 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 but I was mad at her, so I, I'm let like, him speak his truth. I'm, I'm mad at her, so right. I'm like, let me, let me. I, now I'm not saying like, oh, I hate you, blah blah blah. But it's like one of the thing, one of the issues in our relationship that I didn't like, I said on the podcast. Now she ain't like that shit, by the mm-hmm. way. But long story short, you know, my thing is. You never know who else is going through what the fuck you going through. Facts. So my thing is a lot of people, y'all so worried about trying to write the joke and trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Make what, the truth. Yeah, put the yes. truth behind what you what you're doing and make that funny. And you and I promise you, I promise you people will follow that. Mm. I mm-hmm. promise you. Like people listen to the podcast and be like, yo, man, Clint, man, you speaking how yeah, nigga, cause I I'm just like you. I ain't no better, I ain't no worse. We the same. Absolutely. Yep. We the same. Yeah. I, you know, chicks do this to me too. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't, <laughs> you may think cause I got a blue check next to my name, like I'm not no, I'm j I'm we we all the same. So my thing is a lot of comedians out here, you not put you don't you don't want it bad enough. Cause if you did, you get up off your fucking ass and you do some work. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would agree with that. I would say it a lot more tactfully, but I, I do agree uh, with that. <laughs> I love more tactfully. I, love, I, love I, love more more tactfully. I think it's always a way to say whatever you want to say. Right. Um, but I will say that you have – he hit the, the nail on the head when he said you have to have something different. And this is something I typically don't share ever mm-hmm. uh, because people won't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel there are three major rules in comedy. Uh, number one, base your jokes in some form or two. It's easier to remember something that happened or almost right, happened right. versus mm-hmm. creating something out of thin air and then trying to remember that every time that you yep. go on stage, yep. right? Uh, the second thing I would say is write clean uh, because you can always dirty up a clean joke, but it's hard to clean up a dirty, dirty joke. joke. If, yep. your, if your punchline is bitch, a motherfucker, a fat-ass hoe, yeah. it ain't going to mm-hmm. sound the same when you say big old toe or it ain't going to sound the right, same when right, you say bitch right. or snitch. Yep. If you, but if you write clean, you can always dirty up a clean joke. Right. Trying to clean up a dirty joke is right. And then the number one rule, uh, 
that I would give people, and this would be a cardinal rule for a lot of comics, um, but people ain't they they not say ready for it. They're not ready for it. Okay. Just say it. So if ninety percent of the people that come in this 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 office come through that front door, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got another eight uh, percent that will come through this door right here because they got the back key, right? There's going to be a select and motivated few, a two percent that's going to figure out how to scale the side of this building, get on the roof, climb in through the emergency exit, come through the women's restroom, and then figure out how to tunnel through this wall. Mm-hmm. That extra step, those extra steps is going to be what separates them from the 90 and the 8%. Bottom, right? bottom line. That's going to be the shit that makes people remember you because you went the obstruct way. You you didn't you didn't take the traditional way. You, yeah. you put the work in. You took the extra step to set yourself apart and get in this room. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about getting in the room and having a seat at the table. But it's all about how you come in that room. right? So if you take those extra steps, people are going to remember that. The, the effort that it took, the work that you put into it, everything about how you entered this room is going to mm-hmm. be what's lasting on people's memories. I'm glad you said that. Prime I'm example. Gonna... I'll give you a personal example, right? Yep. So I wrote a pilot like two and a half years ago. Right. Okay. And I feel I said, you know, I told Terry, you know, we was like, he was like, yo, man, why don't you try to sell it? I tried to sell it to all deaf digital. Dumb niggas said no. Nope. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I said <laughs> But in all fairness though, Issa Ray tried to sell insecure to all deaf and they was like no too. Yeah. They uh-huh. just was like, nah, nigga, we like saying nigga too much. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I never get they said no. Nigga, and nigga, I, nigga, and, nigga, I, nigga. and I looked at I looked at the guy in his eye and I tell I told him, I said, this is gonna cost you your job. I said this I looked him dead in the eye I said this is going to cost you Huh? Yeah No no Chris uh-huh. I looked uh-huh. him in the eye Well him and Harris At the same yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked him at the I looked him in his eye I said I looked both of them at the, We were sitting in the office I said I said y'all I said At the, at the time I said on all the, I said nigga I'm the most watched person On this goddamn channel yeah, those files. Yeah, nigga, I was. I was like, why wouldn't you take it? Like this, this is, this is, this is gold. He's like, I, 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 we. He's like, this isn't really in our direction. I said, it's gonna cost you your job. So, I would say, I told Terry, I said, man, I'm tired of trying to sell this shit to niggas. I said, we gonna film this ourselves. He said, how you gonna pay for it? I said, well, well, cause I'm, I, ain't, I, ain't, I was living in, I was at the time, I was living with my boy Louis G on his couch in, in. Uh, Downtown. In downtown LA. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't had my own place or anything like that. And I was renting an office for like $1,200 a month in downtown LA. I told you that okay. wasn't a good idea. Yeah, but that was the best <laughs> idea we ever had. That was the, that was yeah. the, that was the best move I've made. So in that office, in that small, the office no more. Oh, shit. That's where we filmed. Oh, exactly. Right. The office was no bigger than this, right? Right. And, you know, they had, you know, I'm writing the storyline out, blah, 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 blah. I'm working day and night in this office. I'm sleeping in this office. So then I realized, like, all right, so I'm on tour with DL. I'm going to sell merchandise, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to save up all the money I got from this merchandise, and we're going to film this pilot. And I told Lou, I said, Lou, look, man, I ain't going to be able to give you no money for like two, three months, man, because we got to do this pilot. He was like, yo, man, you got my support. You know, just make sure I'm in it. He was in it. Now, we finish it. I come back to All Deaf Digital. I showed him. I said, look, this is the final product. He's like, ah, it's good, man, but uh, still, no. I said, I didn't did the hard part. Mm-hmm. I literally did the hard part. I paid for it. I used up all of my resources. You know what I'm saying? I had uh, what's her name was in it. Uh, uh, Bretoni was in it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you know, I, we 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 made was this one of Ron's garage suit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So we so, all the we, when I'll tell you we called in all the favors. Called in all the favors. All the favors. <laughs> so after so I'm like all right fine. So a couple of months prior, 
I meet a guy in 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 Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. So um, at the time, I just met uh, Ashley. Well, not just met her, but we, this is the first time like we're actually like dealing with each other. So I got a, <laughs> I got a standing ovation. <laughs> I got a standing ovation in Vegas, right? I did a great show in Vegas. It was it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I never got a standing ovation in a theater. Like this was like you know what I'm saying? So this guy comes to me after the show, and his name is Michael. His name is Michael Gruber, and he says. Yeah, yeah, DL was funny, but who's that guy? And the guy was like, yo, man, that's Clint, man. You want me to introduce you? He's like, yeah, let's, let's introduce. So Michael walks over to me and says, how much for all your CDs? I said, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, I was selling at the time. I was selling for 20 a piece. Which is outlandish as fuck. I, I, sell, them for 20, crazy. I sell for 25 a piece now, too. That's crazy as fuck that people are still buying CDs. I'll tell you yeah. why. I know why. Hey, you know what I mean? So, we'll, so they, bought, they bought the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Or oh, he bought the shit. Uh, he bought he bought ninety five CDs at twenty twenty dollars a piece. So he gave me like two thousand dollars. Shit. He's like, now let's have a conversation. So we having a conversation. That's like, how you get somebody's attention. He mm-hmm. was like, he was like, do you live in L.A.? I said, yeah. He was like, look, man, I you know I, I book Caesars, I book across the country, across the world. So you know I, I want to get you there. Blah 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 blah. I was like, cool. So we had another meeting in in fucking um what city was it? We had another meeting at the at the Soho House here in L.A. All right. Mm-hmm. So we talking. And he was like, yo, man, I learned a little bit about you. He's like, man, we got a mutual friend. I said, who's the mutual friend? He said, the mutual friend name is Shaquille. I said, oh, yeah. Um, Dana's manager, Latifah's manager. Okay. And he's like, yeah. He was like, yeah, man. Um, How long is this interview? Hey, it was crazy. She was at the game <laughs> last night, though. Yeah. That's not, we'll, we'll talk about her in a yeah. second, too. So Shaquille, so, so he's like, man, um, I was like, look, man, I got this pilot that I, that I wrote. I'm going to film it myself. And I'll send it to you later on. He was like, all right, we'll see. Because he wanted to know what I was doing outside of stand-up. See, stand-up is cool, but everybody wants to know what else do you have. They want to yep. know your story. Yep. So next thing you know, we filmed the pilot. I said, you know what? Let me send it over to this dude named Michael. So I sent it over to Michael. Michael, he, Michael, he's like, did you send this to Shaquem? I said, nah. He's like, I'm going to send it to him right now. Uh, he sent it to him right now. Shaquem calls me about an hour later. And he says, Clint, I need you in my office first thing next week. Uh, we'll set it up with the assistant, blah, 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 blah. He's trying to fuck. Now, <laughs> now plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Shaquem had my number because Queen Latif is my cousin. So so he, we, 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 sit, we, get to, we get to the meeting. Shai's like, yo, man, what do you want to do with this? I said, man, I want it to be on Netflix. He's like, all right, man, but look, let's shoot a pilot, another pilot. This time we're going to recast it, blah, 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 blah. I said, yeah, recast it is cool, but I got to have my man to hear it. He was like, oh, no, 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 we like him, man. We'll keep him. Everybody else goes. I said, damn, everybody yeah. home. <laughs> Yo, like real shit. Everybody damn. else goes. Everybody, everybody else goes. goes. Everybody goes. Now, no. he's like, yo, they could audition, but it was like, it was unfair because like, you know, one of the, one of the main actresses, you know, she lost her spot to Lauren London. Like, nigga, you, like, you know what I mean? What you gonna yeah. do? What you gonna do? What so you we, gonna had, do? we had Lauren's, Lauren London, uh, another guy lost his spot to Terrence J, another person lost their spot to uh, Vivica A. Fox. What you, what yeah. you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we shoot this pot, but, what Shaq and, and back to the point of what Shaq Kim respected about me was I could have easily made a phone call to my uncle Lance and said, "Yo, man, can you get us to Latifah and see what we do?" Blah blah. I didn't want to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it was meant to be, it was meant to be. It just so happens this guy used to be her agent 20 years back, and they were still cool and they still golf buddies. So the thing is, like, you know, my, my point is, I like Shaq Kim will always respect me. Because I did the extra steps. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? And a lot of you motherfuckers out here ain't willing to do the extra steps. You know what I mean? Yeah, the extra steps is tiring. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to, you know. But at the end of the day, when you make it up there, you finally going to be like, ah. 
Yep. I, you deserve, know, I earned this. I earned that shit. You know now, what I'm saying? Had it been mm-hmm. me, I would have called my cousin Queen Latifah. And I would have like, <laughs> yo, I shot. I and, shot we're not like, no. and we're not like distant cousins. Like, we're like, yeah. like, like her grandmother and my grandmother's sisters. Like, we, we talk. So uh-huh. it ain't like she's like a person I didn't know or anything yeah. like that. All like, the more reason why I would have called the cousin. <laughs> no, and, that, and that goes back because, like, um, I became good friends with, uh, with Shante Wayans mm-hmm. when I lived in Atlanta. Um, and so when I first met her, somebody was like, uh, um, who was it? Uh, I can't remember what. He was like, yeah, she one of the members of the Wayans. I'm like, Man, no, she ain't. She ain't one of the Wayans. I said, because off of somebody that is not part of a, a family that's already made it, mm-hmm. off of seeing from the outside, it's like, why you out here struggling? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, you should just be able to make that phone call yeah. if you're part of the family and do what you got to do. But after meeting her and, you know what I'm saying, and be building a relationship and understanding that, that's not always the easiest route. You know what I'm saying? That's not always the route that they, you know, and say you somebody wants to go. Ready. You know, that too. I'm about to get to that part yeah. too. You, She wasn't ready at the time, you know what I'm saying, that uh, when I met her, she wasn't ready then. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah, I can easily probably get them to have me try to do something, but am I really truly ready for the situation? But that also goes to just a, a lot of comedians. A lot of comedians get mad at, mad at that they can't get certain things, but mentally, are you really ready for what, what you're trying to get? That's right. true. Like, and, and you and you don't want to get it before you're ready because then you'll fuck up your chances for the future. Like, if I yep. had done some of the stuff that I auditioned for and all of that type of stuff before now, I wouldn't. I would have possibly ruined relationships or ruined relationships for the people who stuck their neck out for me. Right. I mean, when I did the Tom Joyner cruise, I don't even know if I was ready for that. Realistically, bro. I mean, like listen, you see, listen. you see. 1,500 people in the belly of a, of a boat well, yeah. looking at you. To yeah. make them, and they never heard of you before. Yeah, man. It's daunting. Now, that, like, now it's a cakewalk, yeah. right? And, but, but at the time, like, I had just, because I was doing comedy in St. Louis, but I wasn't taking it, like, Seriously. wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. I wasn't uh, writing every day. I wasn't yeah. going out every night, all that type of stuff. That didn't really happen until I moved out here, and I saw that, yo, like, niggas really living off of this. Because yeah. we didn't have, like, I mean, aside from Sid and Arvin and... Red Fox, who yeah. was actually from like Champagne. Yeah. Oh, well, not not Red Fox, but he was from St. Louis. But we, but none of them came back, so we mm-hmm. didn't have anybody to kind of look up to yeah. from right. the city yeah. to, to realize that yo, this is real. Like, right. I got and I and, and and I got lucky, man. Like DL, like I got I got really lucky. Like it was literally like, and that was a relationship that took a while to cultivate. And even still, I was doing. People don't realize I wasn't getting paid on the road with DL for at least five years, four nope. four four years. I was literally, literally. Working my ass off during the week. Me and Tahir painted houses together, my nigga. Oh like, my God. you know what I mean? Like, Yo, I almost forgot about <laughs> we that. We used painting houses together, man. We nigga. painted a house off of what was that app? What was it? Off of Task Rabbit. Task Rabbit. <laughs> And this the crazy nigga. thing was, I found the app. I said, "Yo, I said to him, this girl like she willing to pay the, us to pay the house." I was like, "Y'all know you need the money." He's like, "You know what I do, nigga?" Yo, <laughs> nigga, we, we painted this houses house in Beverly Hills. <laughs> This, I think she paid us eight hundred dollars a piece, she, though. She she well, she ended up paying for real, like yeah. a, a bet because she said first nigga, she was only gonna pay us like two something. Yo, because she wanted like she wanted like three coat or five coats coat of paint. paint. The ceiling and then the was high, dumb high. Mm-hmm. Had he had to get on those beams nigga, on there. Yeah, yeah. This nigga Clint though, he's so gung ho. This motherfucker <laughs> walks in like just ready to paint. I was like, nigga, if we don't move this fucking room <laughs> away from the walls, he's just <laughs> ready to go in and start painting. <laughs> on nigga, he was painting on the couch. Nigga, he was painting on the couch. What are you doing? This nigga was just ready to go. I'm like, yo, nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm preparation, and Clint is action all day long. Like, yeah. like that's what we work well together, but, like, because Clint was like, let's just do it. I'm like, well, let's think about how we're going to do it. No, nigga, like, let's yo, just do it, man. 
It took us what four days. Four days to finish that motherfucker, man. I'm we thought we was gonna finish. knock that shit out like real fast, yeah. yo. When we got to the ceiling, we had to paint that ceiling, and we had to put the the painters tape on the exposed beam. Yeah, man. And the ladder wasn't high enough. She right. had to go to another neighbor's house to get a ladder. It was like, yo, nigga, this. Halfway through, I was like, this ain't When I tell you I'm the hardest working man in show business, dog. Like, you're not, you're not, you, you, like, even to pay for that pilot, not even just using, selling, nigga, I worked at Target overnight. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I knew that wasn't going to last. Yeah, but I, but I, but I only worked worked at Target to pay for the film. Yeah. Okay. It lasted like two months. Okay. I was working, literally, when I say I was working the grave shift and I ain't make shit, I, nigga. That's why I, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, yeah, because y'all can talk. Yeah, okay? we can. So when did you guys first find out or think you was funny? Like, that's a serious question. Like, when did you really feel like you had enough confidence well, to when, make the world laugh? See, I, know his, I know. His, I know. Like, I heard you when say did you think when he was he, funny? When he was dating my mom, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what ended up happening was uh, he had his. My mom was like, "Yo, yo, you know, I know you funny, but I think mm -hmm. my son is funny." Yeah. And then we we it was kind of like a like like it was a night where he came over yeah. and then we all was having jokes and blah 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 yeah. laughing and my mom was like yo tell the story and blah 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 and he was cracking up laughing I was yeah, like oh, it was, wow it was a good story it was a uh -huh. good story I was like wow yeah but so now what's the real story Clint <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him go first uh, I've always been I always had to get the gap so talking in front of people wasn't really a hard thing for me making people laugh also came pretty easy as well um, I I don't I don't know when I recognize it as a skill or a talent. I just remember growing up, my mom telling me when people asked what I was gonna do, uh, tell them I was gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. Like you know, every parent yeah. tells their, equips their kid mm -hmm. with that answer. That's and I just knew I never wanted to do that. Like I just that shit didn't excite me. I hated going to the doctor. I always got a shot. So I was like, I never want to make a kid feel like this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna do this shit. Um, and at one point, I know in high school, I thought I was gonna be a CIA agent or a Secret Services. I was like, I like like. Espionage. Being, yeah. I like being on the go. I like being secluded. You know, like you know. Uh -huh. At that time, I wasn't open to being open to people. So uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna do this. I'm just live life vicariously through others and shit like that." Uh, it probably wasn't until I graduated high school that I really thought about doing it for real. But I always knew I was funny. I remember my first tour in 2007 when I was touring with Truth.com, the Smoking mm. Awareness Campaign, and we used to go. We were touring with uh, and One at the time. Nah, and hot man. sauce and all of hey, you, you knew AO? Yeah. Oh, That's nigga, my bro, dope. man. So we would go to clubs every night. I remember this one time we was finna get crazy ass fight, but neither here. The point I'm trying to make is like comedy was always my end, mm -hmm. especially with women. So like we're in the club, it's loud and shit. I can't, I can't get your attention over there, B, because I'm way over here and the music blasts and shit. So I would just look at you, make eye contact, and I'd look away and I'd be like, Oh, it's a little mustache. <laughs> you see the mustache. You see the smile? She smiled. I got her. I yeah, got her. Yeah, so for like, sure, for sure. So then I just go in. Since so the, so the ice is already broken, the wall's right. already down, now I'm going to use comedy to get everything I want. And if that don't right. work, now I'll be like, yo, you want to see my tour bus? And that always closed the deal. We was touring on a badass tour bus. So I never really, growing up, man, I never really was the funniest kid in class because I didn't like because I wasn't I wasn't snapping on motherfuckers like I wasn't I'm not good with that like I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you like if you if we roasting like that ain't that ain't me that ain't yeah. my lane you know what I'm saying but I was always a great storyteller you know what I'm saying like I would always tell really because I have a really vivid memory like I will remember I remember everything I remember your name your address like I remember if you tell me something or I can remember what you were wearing that day like literally um, 
I remember, yeah, like I remember the day I met Shay. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, she probably I remember, don't remember the day I met Clay. I remember, I remember you at your house because you tore your ACL. Yeah, I did. Uh, exactly. I that day. Yeah, man. So. Ashley curved the shit out of him. No. <laughs> she did. She did. She definitely curved. Me. She definitely curved. Me. And the crazy oh, thing about her is she curved me, and then like a year she later curved. she asked to hear like, so how's your friend doing? Now mind you, I'm viral at this point. Uh, she's like, how's but your friend doing? Do I'm like, but I didn't know that. But I'm yeah. like, bitch, I'm I'm on now. What's up? I was I was. And I, 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 so I objected against. I don't like I when my friends talk because I always end up being in the middle of it. Yeah. So I was like, please, don't fuck each other. <laughs> yeah, right. You right. think these motherfuckers listen? Yeah, but anyway, continue with your story. But anyway, I was, I was, I was just a good. I'm always, I was a great story. And if you listen to my stand up, I'm a very. If you listen to the pie, I'm a very good storyteller. Like story time mm-hmm. with Clint is always like because my thing is I, I, I don't leave out details. Also. The best part about stories is, I think when you tell stories, is, and I think that's a Philly comedy thing. You know, Bill Cosby tells great stories. Like, yeah. that's, Kevin Hart tells great stories. Bill Cosby know? is, yeah. to me, the best storyteller of all He's time. the yeah. slick Rick yeah. of comedy. Yeah. Oh, man. So it, you know, so when you tell stories, man, you, it's, you know how hard it is to keep an audience interested in your story yeah. while you're talking on stage because they don't know you. They don't know what, to, you know what I mean? I want you to see my new job. I, I tell a story about uh, my cetoscopy. And oh, wow. I go from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And it's so dope because I didn't think it was going to be a joke at first. I right. just went up to talk about what happened that day. And then next and, thing you know. And next thing you know, nigga, that died through the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my, I had Absolutely. no idea. My podcast, reminds me of, my podcast reminds me of stories with chicks that I've I've dealt with. And I'm wow. like, yo, this is funny. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah. You find a lot of funny in the pain. But in the yeah. moment, it is nigga, not oh, funny oh, at all. But... And, and and when you you telling it because that, yeah. that lets you know that we're connecting on more than just a um, a family level. Like right. we're connected on a spiritual level mm-hmm. that we're able to connect with each other through a story. And I might not have ever met you before, but, but I've been through something that you can relate to. Right. Or you mm-hmm. saw a family member. Audiences remember that man. Yeah, yep. that connection right there, and that's why it goes back to those three rules I gave you. When you base it in truth. It comes through like that to the audience. Right. They can right. tell when it's sincere when right. you're doing something. Get off your goddamn phone. I know it ain't nobody important. It I'm is. right here. Okay, so Fuck daddy's right yeah. here. That, that leads me to this question. <laughs> what's, what's your what's your biggest pet peeves? You want to go first on this one? Because yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a villain. Some. I'm a villain, so I would have to break so out my list. What's one of your biggest pet fee- pet peeves, or a few of them? Uh, one of my major pet peeves is bad communication. Ooh, really, Nick. From from a guy, wow! I hate cool. horrible communication. Oh, my God. Like, oh that's me. Like I like you know what's funny? My so like me and baby. me and Ashley have never argued face to face. Anytime we've ever argued it's was text. It's through text. Anytime we've I ever been that. mad at each other, it's mm. been through text. And then when we talk about it later on, you know, we realize, oh shit, we we was we should have just talked. Like, give you a prime example. Mm-hmm. We weren't speaking over the summer, right? But her birthday's in July, and I sent her. Uh, so I, I, so one of our mutual friends, I was like, look, I want to do something nice for her, for for her birthday, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, what what does she want? And we not speaking, so I asked, I asked her friend, I said, yo, what does she want? My friend told me she wanted her car note paid, so I'm like, car note? I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, three hundred fifty dollars. Woo! I was like, what? And I was like. So I said uh, I was thinking a gift card from Forever Twenty One. What? Anyway, anyway, anyway. I paid the car note. Okay. So I ain't say nothing to her on her birthday, but I, I know she got the money. So I'm mad. I mean, I ain't say, I, she ain't say nothing to me. And then the next day, I'm like, this bitch ain't say thank you. 
Like, she didn't say thank you. Nigga, I called to hear. Yeah. I was hot. He was livid. I, I was hot. That. I'm calling. I'm like, I'm about to request $350 via cash app from this chick. Like, I was, I was hot. So I sent her a text. I'm like, yo, the, I know you got the money. The least you could do is say thank you. Mm-hmm. Then I blocked her. So whether she responded or not, she blocked me the same day, oddly enough. So then we talk about the situation a couple weeks ago. And come to find out, she didn't act to that. It was like the mutual friend was trying to get that out of me because she felt as though she deserved it. And I was sitting there saying to myself, I should have known. Ashley don't ask me for money. Like, Ashley's never, anytime she's, she's never asked me for money. So I'm just thinking like. I wish your mom was to asking me for money. Yeah, but if we would have talked, but if we would have had a, if we would have been talking, uh-huh. if we would have had a conversation, uh-huh. we would have, it would have been different. Right. Um, and she told me how she felt. I told her how I felt. Then we came to an understanding, like, oh, you know what? We both, we both, we, we should have just talked about it, each, each other. So, bad communication. Mm-hmm. And I hate motherfuckers who's late. <sighs> like I hate niggas because you know you're going to be late and you don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like. If you're going to be late, you know you're going to be late an hour before you're actually late. Most times. Most times. Most times you know. Maybe even earlier than that. You know. So, now I get it. Things happen. Everybody's like, oh, it's traffic. Nigga, it's always always fucking traffic. traffic. Don't say that shit to me because it's always fucking traffic. Eight o'clock at night. It's traffic, motherfucker. Six o'clock in the morning. It's traffic, motherfucker. It's always traffic in LA. Always traffic. I'm so sick of that. I'm sorry. I said, yo, no, it's a poor excuse. It I'm is, going it out. the worst excuse to, to use It makes you not want to date because the thing is, <laughs> is, women go out. Women, women will be late on a date, and then you know what they'll do? They will walk up on a date and they'll be like, "Yo, so what's wrong with you, bitch? I've been sitting here for 45 fucking minutes waiting on your ass, and now I, I just hate people late. Yep, being late and bad communication. Yeah, dang. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm, those. Those are mine. Those are mine. What else do I hate? Um, I hate insensitive people. Ah, um, because I think uh, that's that a good one. even yeah. though I can be coarse when I need to, for the most part, I try to be thoughtful in my yeah. actions. Even if I'm not fucking with you, if I said I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do something because my word is my word. Right. Um, but I, 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 I don't like insensitive people, uh, especially when you displayed in the friendship or relationship a certain level of respect and quality right. and, and then it's not reciprocated so I, I don't like that I don't I like um, I guess takers People oh my god just in your life like to take yeah, whether yeah. it be financial or whether it be like energy yeah. and stuff like that like they don't I hate that they don't they don't invest that same energy and effort into I you. hate that in this business like oh, me yeah, I'm yeah. A, like I, I told her this a couple months like a couple months ago I was like man I'm getting tired because everybody's looking like prime example like when we a lot of things we don't shoot unless I'm writing it or I'm producing it or blah 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 right. But nobody calls me and say, Clint, you wanna you wanna you wanna you want you wanna be get down in this project. Clint, you wanna get down in that project. Clint, you wanna get down on this project. Or I have people all the time. Clint, let me get on advice from a fuckboy. Well, what about your podcast, my nigga? Why 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 ain't on there? You know and they depend on that you. shit. And then what you, what did you say before takers? You said insensitive. Look at it. I hate, like, yo, I mean, like, I'm very vocal about being depressed. You know what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter is, if I tell you what's going on with me and you say, yeah, man, you know, that's crazy, you know, or or you have a simple solution. Like, why don't you just, why don't you just do this? And I'm like, nigga, it's more than just. It's more than that. Just because I see a therapist don't mean I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know what I mean? But I also want to point out, because I've told Clint this a lot of times as well. Yeah. When it comes to sensitivity, um, a lot of it is 
the person. Who yeah, it is, but I agree. Also, it is you as a person and the position that they see you in. Clint is very true. Like a lot of shit doesn't get shot unless he's mm-hmm. writing in and developing and all that type of stuff. And Clint is the type of person who like every everybody eats. Be- where, where where is that? Oh, it, it says right here. But everybody eats beat like that's his whole thing. He puts people on. You need a you need a flight. I I find you a flight. You need a hotel. I got you like that. Clint has put himself mm-hmm. in a position where he is looked at as a leader mm-hmm. and a provider. And I've told him this on a lot of different occasions. And not, not to take credit from anything you said or discredit. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're but right. When you put yourself in a position of power. A position where people come to you because you're a problem solver. A position that that you're a leader and you looked at it like that. A lot of people forget to check on the leaders. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of people forget yep. to check on their That's strong true. friends. Right. A lot of people, because they think, oh, he got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he put me in this, so I know he always working. He, he got yeah. it. Oh, he, right. he hooked me up with this, so That's I know he got it. He don't need it. You don't think about that because... One, we're human, and two, because that person has put up such an amazing persona yep. of who they are that you tend to forget that they're still that you tend to forget that they're still human, and they still have bad days, and they still get down in the dumps, and they still need somebody to check on them and tell. Like we both had over the last six months, some really hard things go down yeah. in our lives, yeah. and now it's to the point where we. I mean, we used to talk pretty regularly, maybe once or twice a week, but like now we call each other and text mm-hmm. each other. If we don't call, we definitely checks. At least five times a week, like yo, you good? Yeah, I love you, man. Yeah, things all right? Sure. You need to talk. Yeah. Like today, we were supposed to go get our toes and nails done. I don't want to hear no shit. I don't, don't want no shit either. Shit. Okay, it's called hammer and nails. It's a male it's amazing, spa. by the way, guys. We go, we go have drinks and all that. But it was like, yo, I want to, I want to treat you to something. You've been working hard, but my it's dude. Expensive. Let me, let me, uh, let me treat you to this. Unfortunately, they didn't yeah. return my phone call, so I'm going to go up there and Spencer give them a scathing hell. talking to. Yeah. However, yeah. like that's what we do to lift each other up because this game is lonely. It this is. business is lonely. It is. I agree. It and is. there are a lot of times, like there's this uh, this caster. Her name is I think Wendy O'Brien. She's in uh, Santa Monica. She is the only casting, only caster that I have ever been to where she puts you at ease before you do your work. A lot of times it's actors. We go in these rooms. It's and cold just, read. Yo, they don't set the dry. They don't yeah, set the Just go. Right. Uh, just go ahead and look into the camera. You stand right there. We're going to stay first and you can go ahead and get started. <laughs> when uh-huh. you come in, because I, I had only been to her twice. Yeah. And I just went to her uh, uh, a couple weeks ago and I booked this thing off of one fucking line. But it was because of the way that she greeted me. Oh my God, I haven't seen you in a year. How are you? It's so good to see you. You were so great the last time. Yeah. We're just going to go in here. We're just going to see what works. We're going to try to throw some things out and see what happens. She puts you at ease so you don't go in with that tension. Right. And when you find people like that, you want to gravitate to her. I mean, gravitate to them. So like, I sent her a thank you call. Even before I knew I had booked the gig, just thanking her for that energy that she invited in my life. Right. And it's the right. same thing with our relationship. Like When somebody is looking out for you and you guys have been through things together and stuff like that. You want to make sure that they're okay. You keep them yeah. close, and like yeah. that's that's what this relationship has. I, Our I friendship totally has. Forgot we, we fucking we used to paint houses. I just remembered it today. Like that's yeah, so we, crazy. we did a lot of shit. Yeah. We did a lot of crazy yeah. shit together. Yeah, yeah. crazy shit together. It's a lot of shit that probably would not be legal to say on. No, we yeah. still have a lot of more crazy stuff to do too. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> It's a lot of work that needs to be done. What else, what else you got with this shot? You can go ahead. I no, got you. No. no, go ahead. I wanted to ask no. Clint what was his favorite toy growing up. Hold on, wait. Before you ask that, how much time do we? We got an hour, or is it? What time is it? It's one oh six now. I'm thinking about thirty minutes. Okay, cool, cool, great. Because I want to ask y'all some questions. Too. Oh yeah, you can yeah. ask whatever. Yeah, yeah. y'all fucking. Wow! No. Wow! Oh. Is this right out I mean, the game like that? I mean, but I do appreciate you for asking that because the same thing is with Deshaun. I do a lot of skits with him, and 
I get a lot of inboxes or people asking me, are we sleeping together? Are we dating? We look good together. So I have to clear that up and okay. let them know that he is you, professional. And, and, so but no, we are not her, fucking. And you're not fucking your assistant either? No. Nah. Okay. No. No, nah, I mean, she, we she, she rock on the same team. Oh, you oh, oh, you on our team. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Let me just say that before you answer the toy thing. I'm doing a conference, a comedy conference. We're going to talk about a lot of different things in this conference over this two-day period. One of the things that I definitely want to stress to comics, don't fuck all your fans. Yeah. You need some female yeah. friends in your life to, like, help keep you on. He told me that orgasm. years ago. Because I, I was trying to fuck everybody. Her. I was like, yo, man, like, because here's my thing. Let's say that one of the best things I got going for me is I have a weekly night. I constantly get to work out new material, shit like that. I constantly get to grow my fan base. Um I will flirt all day long to keep you and your homegirls coming back to this goddamn show. Because if you coming back here, that means I got asses in the seat. I got asses in the seat. I keep my show. The moment I take it to another level and I fuck you and then it don't work out, it don't work out. Now you, you ain't going to come. Now your three homegirls ain't going to come. Right. Now y'all ain't going to come to the filming. Now y'all ain't going to come to the tour they yep, do. Right, right. And if you do that in every city. And you ain't going to share my pictures and videos. Oh, right. my God. The the yeah. the risk That's... definitely outweighs like the reward in that, so it's right. not worth it to fuck. And then you also get a reputation if you're going around the world and you fucking all of these different people. Like people start to talk. Like Absolutely. Black Hollywood is small, but then yeah. also your repeat yeah. fans are small. They gon' they gon' words gonna get out. So you don't want that reputation for fucking your fans all the time. But sometimes your fans, man. <laughs> yeah, fans be having fat asses. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie sometimes, to you. Fans be having fat asses. Yeah, you guys and you know I hate to say fans. this, man. I hate to say this, man. But yeah. like yo, like. I get pussy thrown at me every day. Oh my god! Absolutely. I literally just opened something and it was just a chick naked, right. like rubbing herself. I get I'm pussy thrown like, at me every. So we're not saying hello no single more. Yeah. Day. I, I, yeah. Like, how is it? How do you handle that though? Like, how do, do you have it? control? Like, some people have self control and some don't. So, not to get your personal business well, if you want to answer, but how do you handle that? Like, well, for me, man, like I look at it like this. More one, I'm the I'm the gals them sugar. Okay. No, but all jokes aside, man, I don't fuck. I don't, I don't, because here's the thing. I don't, sex is not that important in my life anymore. Okay. Like I'm, and, and yeah, when, you, when you get in your thirties, man, sex is, it's cool. Sex is mm-hmm. decent, it's but. Crazy. I still love fucking. No, it's <laughs> not that, but it's like, I, I'll fuck. take a good nap. I'll take good food over, 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 I, 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 over, I, I over you, so, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also, and then also, you know. Uh, to be honest, like, you know, you throwing it at me and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, yeah, I just don't have to fuck all the time. Like, I feel, I, my thing is, I instantly think a hidden agenda. Right. I, I, exactly. I move with everybody with like, Everybody has a hidden agenda, right? So if you you coming at me and you don't even say hi, you just throw me the ass and titty pictures right. like that. Okay, then you probably did the same thing to Carlos. You probably did the same thing to Clint. You yeah, did the same thing to Malik. You probably did right. all of these mm-hmm. niggas right here. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I love all my niggas, but I don't share a pool with these niggas. Like right. I, 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 I don't do right. a community yeah, pool. Right. I, I'm very particular about right. hygiene. Yeah, I, I get tested. Right. Matter of fact, I just got tested yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I get tested very regularly because I'm not I'm I'm not that guy. And then also it's like, it's, it's like for me, I know this is going to sound fucked up, ain't no pussy going to be better than a six with a condom on. Yeah. Right? So I'm not going to go raw. You can get that out your head. You're not going to get my babies. That that ain't going to happen. So unless we ever get to that level where yeah. we're going to take it to another point where we have unprotected sex, then then I'm, 
you want me to stop what I'm doing, invest all of this time to find out your favorite color? Yeah, I ain't got time for, for all that, six? man. Yeah, and then and then for, I mean, for I, us. I'll give you, I give, I give you a crazy, I give you a crazy situation real quick. I was in Houston, right? Houston got the baddest bitches, uh, but uh, hands uh, down, I like Dallas way. Hands down, down no Houston. Dallas. Listen, if you want to, fellas, if you if you want to find your wife, she's in Houston. Um, Texas? But she might be vacationing in Dallas. Houston, <laughs> we, we, we agree with this. Texas, 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 baby. Well, no, because but. to me, Houston is one, DC is two, Atlanta is three, New Orleans is four, Dallas is five. In my opinion, I like all those cities. Atlanta scares me, but Atlanta I like uh, New Orleans too because New Orleans has one of the highest rates of HIV. Uh, but but they definitely have, scares we me. We just talk about just good looking women. Yeah, yeah good looking women got had, HIV too. Nigga. Yeah, I had a situation in, in Houston where this chick came back to my room. Long story short, she was a dude. We ended up getting into I'm done. No, we ended up getting into a domestic <laughs> dispute. And now imagine if I'm on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And I punch the shit out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's not the head. Li- I'm just right. saying the yeah. head. The headlines knock will say Clint Coley punched the chick, or it could be, but also it's going to say DL Hughley's opener, and mm-hmm. we can't have that, man. Right. So, I mean, I'm very careful. That's, about- that's good. That's another that's thing it. that we didn't even talk about. Like you got to also think about who all is going to be affected by your actions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're part of a team like that, like, the same thing, I'm, I'm on, the, I'm, I was on touring with Kev and Tony Baker. Kev has an image of wholesomeness, fam- wholesomeness, family. family, he's funny, he's a great guy, he's a great dad, great husband, all of this. If I'm out here smashing every chick in every city, it's going to get out, pictures going to post up and stuff like that. I got a whole family at home. What do mm-hmm. I look like doing some wild yeah, things like right, that? Yeah, right, right, right. So, no. Nah. It ain't worth my career. Pussy ain't, ain't worth no. my career. That's why I say no. Pussy ain't worth you my career. You know how yeah. easy it is to it's, jack off? Nigga, nigga I'm not. It's it's after I jack off, I don't even want to text <laughs> back no more. You don't. You don't want to text back? <laughs> I always tell dudes, before you go on a date, before you, if you only want to see if you like this shit, jack, jack off, off and then try to start a conversation with her. Because you don't give a fuck about getting it at that time. When you're mm-hmm. talking to him, you ain't jacked off. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see you too. I was looking at the pictures. Looking yeah, really good. I'm right, like, right. how you did message When you just jacked off, you're like, yeah. And hey, I'll let you later. Absolutely. Take a snap real quick. Because you're thinking with a clear thought. Because yeah. a lot of people's actions and, and, and motivations are lust. driven through lust and, and sex. Yeah. But if you yep. already just got that off, that's the best time to see if you really fuck with somebody. If you if you that. really talk to them afterwards, right. you fucks with them. I agree. Like a condom. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So, Tia, what, so what questions you got for us? All right, cool. Let's go. Fuck, hold on. I forgot him. I put on my hands. Come on, Tia, you can't be forgetting your questions. Where's, what's, what's, what's on your bullet point sheet, though, man? I've been I've been worried about your sheet for the past like twenty. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Oh, okay. We, gonna okay. Get we got that. enough time for all that? Yeah, we got enough time for it. Okay. Um, cool. Let's so, Brandon, biggest influences um, in life, not just comedy. Nigga, me. He just told you earlier in the day. Aside from court, no disrespect, no disrespect. I'm weak. Um, well, two. Well, I know you said outside of comedy, but this was a comedian. Uh-huh. But I gotta say, he was the biggest influence for me because he did a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. to my uh, big brother Kool Aid. Oh. Kool Aid, shout out to Kool Aid. Kool Aid, you know what I'm saying? He's the reason. He's the reason that I got into comedy. Um, but also too though He used to give me a lot of um, Just life advice mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying He used to When I was frustrated Or you know Confused on Direction in life On where to go mm-hmm. Anything Call Kool-Aid up And he was able to Always direct me And give me the greatest advice Then after that It would be my grandfather Gotcha Because my grandfather um, As I got older I realized how much I was just like him mm. You know what I'm saying And the way we eat The way we talk The way we want things done you know, um, he just passed away back in May. Oh, so but, yeah, um, 
but he was all but he but think always talking to him always got me you know what I'm saying where I needed to be you know okay. what I'm saying kept me you know what I'm saying even when I was felt like I was lost at sometimes talking to him you know what I'm saying always gave me direction you know what I'm saying to help me you know what I'm saying be on the right path and what I need to do in life Douglas all right say how do you manage your pussy <laughs> no, he I didn't work right. How do you manage? <laughs> he can't wait. Uh, your career easy. in a male dominant field, and by that I mean, like, how do you? Because I know, like, as as attractive young lady, a lot of guys might throw themselves with you, at you in this field. Like, how do you manage to? <laughs> I'm sorry, God is good. Uh, yes. Navigate through that and still hold your morals. Yeah, how do you hold your morals? I mean, honestly, it's like really black and white for me, like. I definitely feed off of energy, and I ge- genuinely just don't give men that opportunity, really. I just, I don't feed into that. I, I kind of know. And it doesn't take me long. I, I f- actually, off of a conversation, I would know if I wanted to start something or not. And I just feel like it's a lot of games that's played anyways, and it's more of just like they just trying to. You, you don't play games? They literally just trying to holler at me. I have. Okay. I have before, okay. but. I'm not in I'm not in the business of playing games, but I have definitely played a game or two before. But I'm just I'm just just a regular person. Like I don't really I don't know. I just All right. Yeah. Cool. Let's get to the juicy shit. Let's go. Brady, you single? Yes, I am. What do you look for in a woman? Pussy. Oh god. I mean, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um man, what I look for in a woman? Uh communication. Okay. Yeah, Some us. You don't see that when you see her. You talking about when, I don't be like, you, oh man, she cute. You, she you, got you, good communication. You, 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 you looking for? But he's gonna talk to her. No, you, but okay. that's what he looks for. Okay. Okay. No, he's not teasing. But I want to get more clarity on it. You yeah. know, when I first see a woman, or after I'm now, what do you look for? What traits do you look for? There you go. The traits are are um, physical features that you look for in somebody. Okay, like I said, we gonna get you some ass off of this episode. Like I said, like I said, communication. Uh Um. Someone that has a sense of humor. Okay. Got to have a sense of humor. Sense or be of funny. Humor. That's right. Um, Look-wise, I love a petite girl. Okay. I love dark-skinned women. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I love a black woman. But you know wait, petite like, like it's, it's shade? It's no, I'm not. Why I'm you got to use me? Because you I'm are petite. I'm going to say it. Listen, I was going to say petite like shade I'm or thick. petite like Brittany because shade would be petite in Texas. In Texas, they would say she need to put some meat on the bones. Right. right? In but LA. out in L.A., yeah. she's thick. She's thick. Uh. Nah, she's, she's thick, but in, in Texas, you'd be like, I'm you need thick. to Or petite like, like Britney. No, petite like Shay. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So petite, like I said, love dark-skinned women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a fan of makeup. You know, I know a lot right. of guys ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of makeup. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. For the that's, fact, that's dope that he admitted it. For the fact of, for the, <laughs> I don't have a problem with the fact of is yes, that uh, men always talk about, well, when, when she take it off, how she look? Well, I know she can put it back on, so I'm good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you go. So Nigga, I, 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 don't like no. when, I don't like when you hug me uh-huh. and, and your fucking makeup get on my white shirt. I was just going to say, that let me know he ain't, he ain't invested a whole lot in and, his linen. Yeah. Because if she falls asleep on that pillowcase, nigga, it's ruined. You yeah, know I never one time fucked the shit, well, there's man, a way you and her makeup, makeup was on my sheets. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I have said still pillowcases. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, satin's a little different. Yeah, I, I ain't trying to have my, my moisture yeah. snatched out of my hair every well, night. Well, she should, and, be, and man, she should be washing her, <laughs> she should be washing her face off before she Sometimes lays down anyway. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you if you if it, if it was a good session, 
right? Mm-hmm. Right. It was a good session. Y'all tired each other out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She ain't going to get up after that. If you had a dementia, you ain't going to get up. Well, she going to go to sleep. Well, there are also those women that just refuse to go to sleep without washing their, the makeup off. That's something. Yeah, some, literally. But I'm, if you I'm, just, if y'all got home, I'm not being if, funny. If y'all got home and the smashing began immediately, I'm talking about a full scene of clap cheeks, right? Afterwards, you're going to lay down. If you get a hot towel, it ain't for your face. Please. It ain't. It's not. It ain't for your face. Okay. So we got you. Shay, what do you look for to make? Um, definitely one of my things is communication. I would love for him to make me laugh. If I was talking about physicality, I mean, I he don't have to be tall, but tall. What is tall? Six. <laughs> I mean that's just so, but I don't even I don't even want to say that because it doesn't matter. I once we it matters, you said once, it. once we start communicating, if if I love the personality and your mm-hmm. characteristics and stuff like that, like trust me, you, I'm in mm-hmm. because there is a guy that I was super not attracted to, but he was attracted to me. We ended up doing stuff to business together, and then we get we ended up starting to know each other, and he was so unattractive to me. But as I got to know him and his personality, I started to like him. Mm-hmm. And his looks didn't even matter. So that's why I say that. But when you first see somebody physically, that's what's going to attract you. So I wouldn't have even been attracted to him. But he he kept coming on to me. So it was one of them, okay, you know, kind of things. And I was like, oh, you cool. I like you. So I think it just Women depends. Women will fall for an ugly guy if yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, men, men, not I'm so not much. Falling, I'm and not it's not that he was just butt if ugly. Don't, if you don't make me hard. I could. Yeah. It's not that you I don't give a fuck how nice your personality. Come on now. Get, yeah, man. Get on that, not happening. Come on, it's time to go to work. It's not happening. Yeah. But he see, he not went happening. ugly like that. He just well, he that's what it sounded like. He was like, no. That was the guy I was working with. This nigga was trash faced. No, his he face just wasn't like a trash can. He was like He wasn't what you normally go for yeah, aesthetically. He wasn't tall and he just wasn't like a guy that I would just be like. Gotcha. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Alright. Clint, what do you look for to make? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. What are you You're lying. You're lying. I don't look for anything. You're lying. I don't, boy. I don't want to mate. Don't look. Okay. What, what do you look for I'm in a teasing. sexual partner? Shit. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> nah, for me, man. Uh, you know, everybody knows to communicate, but I would talk about aesthetically, man. I like nice feet. Yeah. Because I, I suck the toes. I suck. I used to partake I, in the sucking of the toes. I suck the I toes, to. man. I, I suck to. the toes. Uh, I like. I like. I don't. Skin complexion don't matter. I don't uh, care if you light skin, dark skin, yeah. fair yeah, skin. Man. I love black women. Um. And um, you know, I like, like I, I'm a thigh guy. I like good thighs. Yo, there's yeah, nothing love, better than laying. I take some good thighs over a great breast. Yeah, I love thighs because there's nothing better yeah. than laying. Yeah. In, you sound in, like a breast in, man. In, yeah, I'm a breast man. Nothing yeah. better than laying in some nice thighs. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, like it's you, so warm, nigga. It's welcoming. It's, it's like a hug from God if he ain't have a shirt on. You, you know what I'm saying? Bottom line. <laughs> that's what I, that's, I, I don't know for sure. I have a hug, man, but I would imagine it feels something that's warm it, that's, and inviting yeah, like that. Yeah, I love, I love thighs. Okay, Brandon, you okay. eat ass? No. Uh, have you ever ate ass? No. Grow up. Wait, 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 no. wait, wait, wait. Have you ever ate a chick out? Yes. You ate some ass before. That tongue to slip once or twice. Nah, it ain't slip. Let me tell you something. You might not have ate the ass of physical sense of it, but if you lick the tank, you tasted the ass. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Bro. You, you tasted some of that Bro. tank, you tasted some of that ass. That's, Bro. that's just I remember. I remember. Eat, I remember. Eat, eat, eat some booty. No, I remember. Uh, I remember one time. Out one time, this girl was giving me head, uh-huh. and uh, she and all of a sudden, she I'm on the couch and she on her knees, and she all of a sudden she got strong as hell and lift me up, and then try to lick my ass, and I was like, oh hell no, that is that is a flag on the plate. Wow. Like, right, let's, no. let's get to your bullet points. <laughs> no, no, no. 
la, la, la. We're going to explore it. Oh, I was like, hell God. no. Say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you ever licked a guy's ass? Now, come on. You know good and well. I don't I know. No, we I don't. Know. Okay. We don't know. We just I found have... out you talked to an ugly guy. I don't know what you've He's done. He's not ugly. He just wasn't like my type of guy that I would go like look twice at. But um, no, I've never um, licked the guys. But okay. if I was being completely honest, I haven't given too much head. Okay. Only two men I've did that in my entire life. Clint, what's, Clint, what's the nastiest thing you've probably done with a female? I don't know. Cause That's I, taboo. I mean, like, to me, eating ass is taboo. To me, like, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like butt play like, yeah. on me. Right, but, right, 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 right. I mean, I, I don't think anything is nasty. I don't think anything is off limits. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like I, you peed on somebody. You know what? All right. Nah. But I, 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 See, I peed on somebody. Yeah. So I don't, what? I don't, yeah. but I don't consider it taboo. It's just like yeah, that's yeah, what? Yeah, you yeah, it, it started. It started as a joke. Yeah, I peed in the shower. He started. I know. I peed in the shower. She didn't know it was. I, I was thinking she wasn't gonna know it wasn't one of the streams from the shower, but she smelled it. She was like, "Are you peeing on me?" <laughs> and and it was cool. funny until she got me back. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't. Because yeah. if you don't do it in the shower, then you got to put down some plastic or something. You can't mess up. You can't pee in your bed. Yeah, you don't want to pee in a bed. You then you got to flip the mattress. You got to spray it with Lysol. All that shit. A lot. So it's best to try to do that type of stuff in the shower. I but I've like never peed like like on somebody's chest, like yeah, yeah like no. my name in the snow. <laughs> Bless you. I'm sorry. So um, Clint, since you the uh, the, the uh, from Philly, man, on this uh, podcast, you know I am. A, uh, it's openly that I'm, I'm a big Vikings fan on this podcast. If your team hasn't won the Super Bowl in the last, no, if we, your team hasn't won the Super Bowl, I don't talk about it. No, we, and if you didn't, we beat, and if we didn't, and if your team we, didn't lose to my team on the way to the Super Bowl, you can't talk to me. Who the Eagles? You the said Vikings we, got blown out forty-four to seven. We did. Woo! On the way to the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, Woo! we did. Shit! Now that's that's now that's Woo! what. You're but he's. Like, I mean, I'm sure he's about to. He's about to bring up. He's about to bring up the fact that he, they beat the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. No, but it's not the same. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. And my no, team that's, has won a Super Bowl. Your team has not, never won a no. Super Bowl in franchise history. No, we never. Woo! Exactly. And my team has won the Super Bowl. And the reason why, and the reason why your team has won a Super Bowl this century. Shut um, the heck so, up. Because <laughs> I used to be a... I used to be a... I used, I used to be a, a got words for everybody. <laughs> when I was growing up, I was a big Vikings well, fan, bro. Well, yours just now winning, so... I was a big Vikings fan growing up because I love Randy Moss. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, I had Vikings sheets on my bed. I had Vikings borders around my room. I used to love... Because I love Randy and I never forget when I was a kid, these niggas went fifteen and one, mm-hmm. right, and lose, and they lost yep. to Atlanta uh-huh. on the way to, to and, the Super Bowl. And, and, yeah. So, what are you about to bring up? To the Super Bowl. You a Vikings fan? Cool. Just want to know any slander? You can't do that. No. Oh, it's, it's going to be all slander. Slander this man. Slander oh, him. If your team has, what, what can you? I don't know. I don't, no. I don't. I don't. His, speak we sports beat no. his team to no. go to the Super Bowl. I this, only played this. No, this. I'm, I'm no, this. Helpless this is where I'm. This is where I'm going at with it. This is where I'm going at with it. And I'm gonna openly do this, which I have never done because I still got uh, a lot of pain from when we lost to the Saints. But this is the first time I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna say uh, congratulations on that win. This is the first time I ever said that to any Eagles fan. I don't give a care if it's years later or not. Congratulations. Thanks. He's still on edge because he's waiting. I know for something he is. Else. I know you're waiting for something else. Thanks. <laughs> I know you're waiting for something else. But it ain't nothing. I'm so it, tickled and entertained by him. It's I'm, so I'm, funny. I'm, I'm, I'm messy. It ain't nothing. It ain't you nothing else. You are messy with your petty self. I don't get no shit. Because he, <laughs> because at the end of the day, because he's right. I can't yeah. say shit until we win the Super Bowl this year. Right. And y'all not gonna win the Super and we, Bowl this and year. And we beat y'all 
to get to the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. And it was, the most disrespectful part about it was the fact that they won the Super Bowl at our stadium. Woo! That was the most disrespectful part. Nigga, whooped your ass and sang fucking. He said and we whooped your ass and sang "Let's Get Crazy" by Prince. By Prince. From Minnesota. Nigga. Woo! The disrespect knows no bounds. Total disrespect. Woo! My goodness. You no, know what, what happened was they they disrespected us first. How? Where? I'm gonna tell you. They tried to open up a. a Hold on. A Whoa! I want to hear this. The Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings fans came to Philly uh-huh. and got disrespected. And let me tell you, they went they went to the Rocky they went to the art museum where the Rocky Steps is, uh-huh. and they doing the whole skull chant. There's a skull chant like uh, yeah, uh, like some shit like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't you fucking come to my city uh-huh. and, and 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 be on on the Rocky Steps right? That's the on the Philly? fucking Rocky oh, Steps. Rocky. Who the fuck you think you are? Rocky was up there like nigga, this. Nigga, no shirt on. Nigga, nigga, who the fuck do you think that you boy. are? Right. Then they was chanting it in the thing in in the stadium before right. the game started. They scored the first touchdown. Right. You did beautiful. Right. Hold on, then, before, before you finish. After that first touchdown, nigga, I made like three bets in the bar. Woo! That was not. A they wise scored idea. the first touchdown. Uh huh. And then it was an onslaught from there. Yeah, it was. And there's it's chant. It's nice. called Skull. Uh huh. We chanted Foles. Nick Foles was our quarterback right. at the time. Don't come to like that's where you fucked up. Uh-huh. Don't come to Philly. Uh-huh. Don't sit on the Rocky Steps. Uh-huh. Don't 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 do all the shit they was doing. But they took a picture. They made it try to make it go viral. Like yo 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 yo. <laughs> don't so come to my city. Don't come to my city with that was, shit. Was met with how bad y'all if, beat them. If we were yeah, because uh-huh. we don't if we don't let's say, let's say we would have played them in Minnesota hypothetically right. speaking. Right? Oh, they would have lost. I would no 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 no. Don't say that. It was forty four to seven. Was that no, means, that yeah, the, I, that means we were the better team. No, you was the better team at home. If y'all would play their Zyde crib, y'all would have lost. Why? Because it's cold in Minnesota? Or no, but no, it was in the stadium. It was indoors. It's indoors. Uh, we don't, I don't want to hear You wasn't beating Philly that, that day. Yeah, yeah. The, what I'm saying, though, they is... 44-7 seemed like they had something no. to the, the thing that would have pissed me off is... Uh-huh. I mean, the thing is, we wouldn't have came to... Like, first of all... You you didn't respect our city. Uh-huh. Like I would, we would have came to Minneapolis. You know, what we would have did. What? We'd have went to the First Avenue Theater where, where, where Prince. You know, uh-huh. we would have went to Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. We wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't have made it viral. We would just, you know, uh-huh. hey man, this is good to be here. Yeah. It's good to be at Lake Minnetonka. Now you good. you say that, but I met some really disrespectful Philly. Days. We, we, we yeah, okay. but but Philly not, is you fans are terribly disrespectful. We're some assholes fans, yeah, but yeah. You, I'm not going to disrespect your city. I'm uh-huh. going to disrespect your team. <laughs> But I'm not so, going to disrespect your but, city. But let me ask you this. You so, came on my rock, dog. Don't come to my fucking city like that. But with that, you know, but do you think it was cool with um, the Viking fans going to the stadium, getting food and shit thrown at them? I don't care. Ooh. Oh, I don't oh. care. Okay. Woo. Well, there you have it, Because you okay. came and you disrespected our city. Uh-huh. But, like, listen, let me tell you something. I'm not a big fan of Rocky and, uh-huh. the, whole, and the whole thing, you know what I mean? Because he's not, he's a fictional character. Yeah. But, I always thought that was weird that the fictional character had a whole statue in the city too. Well, I mean Joe Frazier also has a, a statue too. Yes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but, but Rocky. Well, the thing is, the movie was so iconic, and yeah. the movie, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, y'all. Whenever I'm going through a bad time, uh-huh. I watch Creed. Right? Yeah. You tell me this, nigga. Yeah. Creed makes you want to get out and go do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I can remember, like, you know, even even okay. There's a, there was a there's, there's an interesting story uh, that uh, Chris Rock. I know, real quick. Okay. 
Real, Chris Rock is about to go. Fuck you. Real quick, Rock, Chris Rock is about to uh, is about to do an HBO special. He's yeah. about to do uh, not bigger and blacker, but Bring the Pain, which is the one that made him famous. Right. So he mm-hmm. sees Andrew Dice Clay in Macy's, and Andrew Dice is like, "Yo, man, how you been, man? What's up, man?" He's like, "You know," and Chris is like, "You know, I'm chilling. I'm about to shoot an HBO special next week." He's like, "Nigga, you say it like it's nothing." He's like, yeah, "I'm not excited about it." He's like, "You need to get excited." He said, "I want you to go home, watch Rocky. I guarantee you get excited." That's what happened. Uh, that's you know when you so Rocky is like a staple man and you know those the art museum sets first of all the art museum was 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 constructed by was was constructed by a black man yo don't come on my steps man get off my fucking steps you said all of that just to say get off my steps yeah Yeah. alright cool Um, (laughs) (laughs) there was a a long way just to end up right back here right here what you're saying um we need to change that band aid because that shit is filthy. The point I'm trying to make is that. <laughs> that is a filthy ass band aid. I've been looking at it the whole Me time. Like, yeah, I want them to change that band aid so got that band no, But I know what it is. The cloth ones work better than the plastic ones. They stay on the whole day after you watch the You need to get the SpongeBob that. ones. They don't last, bro. Any of the ones with the cartoon, they don't last. That cloth one is the best one. Subject. So, what was you about to say to here? Nothing. I was just much... using that as a segue. No, I talked about the band aid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so y'all ain't got nothing else to say? No, well, no, no. They, no, they were talking sports stuff. I, I can't, I can't get in sports stuff. Why not? I don't know. He I don't really watch sports because oh, he doesn't what? watch sports unless it's, unless it's tennis. I don't really. I played mm-hmm. tennis in high school and college. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for college with tennis, so y'all can laugh. But <laughs> nigga ain't right. paid for nothing. You know what I'm no, talking bro. about? <laughs> Private lessons, bitch. <laughs> Fun fact: We didn't even have a tennis team at my college. I rallied for it, found some people to play. I had to find a coach to do it, and that was how I got my scholarship for tennis. That is bomb. Because wow. I was like, I know it's money. <laughs> okay. So, so um, we're going we're coming to the end though, man. And uh, what I usually do on the podcast before we end it, I always ask the people, um, listen one, either what advice or what have you learned today. That's See, so, that's that's exactly what I ask at the end of my podcast. Every, that's about right. Yeah. What do we learn today? So what did you learn today? Um, well, go ahead. Tears no, up. no, no. Ladies first. No, no. You guys. You guys are the guest. What did you learn today to hear? Or what advice you got? Um, My advice would be go for it. Whatever it is. Whether it is you want to be a singer, you want to start a podcast, you want to be an actor, you want to get this chick, you want to, whatever it is, go mm-hmm. for it. Because the worst that can happen is that you can fail. And you had to figure out how to try again or try from a different way. But if you never, ever try, you would never know if you could have did it. So just go for it, man. Shoot that shot. Slide in that DM. Submit that that casting. Go to that open mic. Um, whatever it is, man, try it. You know, because there's no failure uh, or there's no there's no shame in failure unless you didn't learn something from it. There you go. Which I don't consider. And that and, and Shay likes ugly guys. Clint, what did you learn? I learned that I learned that we we we've done a lot of shit together. And I didn't even realize how much we've done together until I until I was talking about we painted fucking houses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, we really painted houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also learned that uh, um, that uh, Shay uh, is not having doesn't have a sex life. It seems like, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need we, you to sit on some penis. Yeah. We, we talk about this every week. I, I really feel like Shay does, <laughs> yeah. 
and, and she's, she's lying. Just, yeah, she's lying. So veil up. Yeah, so like because she she portrays this like. No, let me speak for oh, myself. Wait, oh, no, we were having a conversation. You, you weren't ex- right. They asked so me. What, I I, like, you asked yeah, me what yeah, I learned, and I was responding there. So I feel like there's this veil up. Like yeah. this, this is what we see. I, but behind like, that, hey. behind there, oh, oh shit! Hey. Everywhere, it's semen all over <laughs> the floor. Yeah, yeah. Condoms, there's a pile of used condoms. They've made a mural out of the condom wrappers. I feel like there's sex yeah. toys all around. I agree. And the thing that 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 really disturbs me is I haven't seen any disinfected on the other side of that. So all <laughs> right. of these sex toys is just being used over and over again without being wiped down. And, but that's on the other side of that bill. And then my advice is, man, um, I don't really have advice per se. But I do think, man, like, yo, act like you want it. Don't stop saying you want it. Yeah. Act like you mm-hmm. want it. Like, show me. Let's talk more action. You know what I mean? Like, stop talking about it. Like, I see a lot of niggas. And then a lot of niggas are celebrating the process. Like, oh, niggas yeah, want to yeah. get, niggas want to congratulate. Oh, man, congratulations. No, 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 nigga. Don't you know. congratulate me till the job is done. I don't even, I don't even post my shit for real. Like, job ain't done, man. You'll so. just see it out there. And my last thing would be, um, if you're in this business, like Clint said, act like you want it. Uh, but also listen with your eyes, man, because a lot of people will tell you shit. A lot of people will profess all of these big things to you. But watch how a motherfucker move when they don't know you that you're around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like listen with your eyes, because like a people, a person's action will tell you everything that you need to know about them. So whether that be you need, you know, stay on your guard around this person, or you need to not buy into everything they say. That's uh, just a, it's just a cautionary tale. Like I don't expect anybody to do what they say they're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that way I move with the intent that, all right, well, I wasn't dependent on it no way. But yep. when they actually come through, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise. Right. But if they don't, then I'm not upset and I'm not throwing a hissy fit and I don't feel no type of way. I always expect people to, to a certain degree to flake to a certain part, um, unless I've had enough time to, to 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 listen with my eyes for that person. For the most part, I just move like it's I I I'm the only person I can depend on. Sure. And if you move like that, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, you got to open up to let people in and all that shit. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you are your, your biggest fan, your biggest supporter, your biggest motivator, all of that. And and don't count yourself out. You have to depend on you in a lot of situations. So watch with your eyes, man. I mean, watch, mm-hmm. listen, with, listen with your eyes. Whatever, whatever I said the first time, that. <laughs> all right. That boy right there. All right, Clint, uh, social media, what you got coming up? Oh, uh, my name is Clint Coley on every platform at Clint Coley, C-L-I-N-T-C-O-L-E-Y. One more time for those of y'all that didn't get it, write it down. My name is Clint Coley, C-L-I-N-T-C-O-L-E-Y. I got a podcast myself. It's called Advice from a Fuck Boy. Uh, very, very, very popular podcast. Woo. We have a lot of fun, man. If you want to learn about, you want to uh, talk about relationships and have a podcast about relationships and, and stuff like that, that's that's the one you want to listen to. And uh, as far as what I got coming up, man... Um, Live podcast this week in Atlanta, live podcast in Houston, um, and uh, live podcast here in L.A. or in Irvine at the Irvine Improv, man. That shit hold like 500 people. Uh, I'm trying to pack that motherfucker out as much as I can. So that's it. To hear? To hear more on all platforms. T-A-H-I-R-M-O-O-R-E. Like, would you like to hear more? It's the best way to try to remember it. Uh, don't shake your head at that motherfucker. It works. It does it works. Work. It works. Uh, I have a podcast called... Damn Internet, you scary. Our co-host is Patrick Cloud. Um, that's every Thursday. We also have Patreon, so if you want to sign up for the Patreon, you get early episodes of said podcast, but you also get new episodes of our new show called Lunchtime Lottery. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'll let you look that up. You can see what that's about. What Coming up, Lunchtime Lottery. Okay. A lot of fun. 
Uh, coming up Wednesday shows every Wednesday at the Comedy Union. Check me out. I'm hosting. Show starts at eight thirty. Doors open at eight o'clock. This upcoming, uh, well, next Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we're doing two shows. I think at seven and nine. So come on out. It's a lot of good fun. It's five dollars to get in. Five dollars drinks. Five dollars food. Unlimited funny. You know what I'm saying? There it uh-huh. is. Sure. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't need to. No, pl- say your social media. Oh, Shay underscore Sunday. Again, it's Shay underscore Sunday. The Sunday is from Domingo because my last name is Domingo. So it's that in Spanish. Guys, hit me didn't up. Know that, didn't know that. Yes. I thought it was just because she was holy all this time. No, <laughs> it, no, that's not it. Give them a page where they can send a dick pic to. Shay <laughs> underscore Sunday. Are you gonna have a flood of dick pics in your page? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yes, that's why yes, I you are. a different page. Oh, oh my god. Oh man. No, but right over no, it. I didn't <laughs> mean that. Shit. All right. Well, hey man, the podcast. Let y'all know uh, we are coming to Memphis. Uh, what's that? January fourth. I am coming to Memphis, man. Um, the tickets and the location will be out in. Next episode, I will have the tickets in the location info out uh, to get ready for that for the new year. And uh, remember, my uh, social media, BrandonJordanComedy.com. I mean, BrandonJordanComedy on Instagram. And then also the website to be able to get merchandise, BrandonJordanComedy.com to get your merchandise and everything, man. So this is another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit. Holla at y'all next week. I eat. Don't blame me.